the views and opinions expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time and say no. Geek Father real loud? Geek Fire way out! Welcome to Geek Father, guys. Thank you for everybody showing up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, to all the new people, new faces out there, thank you for coming in this morning. We really do appreciate it. We're part of the Geeks Under the Influence Network. I am Scotty P, Big Daddy, the Geek Father here. And basically, we talk about the trials, tribulations of being parents and with the con world, being geeks, and how we do it and how it changes when you have children. So what we decided to do today, since it fit the profile being here at the wonderful Galaxy Con in Richmond, was we're gonna actually talk about more about the cosplay, the fandoms, different things like that, where it really does influence the child and that's part of the, I guess you could say my mission statement is to, we're bringing up the next generation, let's make them as geeky and as cool people as we can, you know what I mean? So um, just to get started off as well, my co-host today, which is not a normal thing, but I appreciate these guys doing it. We have F.U. Hunter here from Beautiful Disasters. Hello, hello. And then we have Stephen Lowdown Brown, all the way from the GUI Knights. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> yeah. So I know it's a different intro, but I can't it steal is. his thunder. So well, you can it's totally. It's easily done. Just do his thunder. It's totally. <laughs> <laughs> Is so this your first one with other people, or have you? Uh, actually, yes. This is wow. officially my first panel, like outside of well, you knuckleheads. That's basically. true. So it's <laughs> I've hosted, just not in public. Yeah, that sounded. <laughs> yeah. No, Anyways, we... <laughs> back to the topic at <laughs> it's, hand. This is quiet time. Shh. Any other? I mean, I know some of the parents up here. Anybody else? Parents out in the crowd at this point? I see some yeah. parents out there. All right. Congratulations. Nice. We know that's a job in itself, struggles. right there. So. <laughs> Um, do you guys cosplay at all with the kids? The, the kids like to dress up? Speak up. Oh, oh, someone's hiding back there. Oh. There she Yay. is. Oh. All right. <laughs> Very nice. Did Mason dress up? Somebody didn't want to. Oh, see, and that's part of what we're going to talk about as well. The kids are not always into it. Oh, so She has a frozen dress she wears almost every day of the week, but today she decided no. Yeah, of course, the one, for one that day. plays um, that song that you know I I've heard over and over again, you know. <laughs> and today she's like, "No, nah, I'm good. You know, I'm going to a convention. What, I'm one just of the things that, the, that you don't always know about in the parenting realm is the songs that you hear on. Re- Logan uh, has his own playlist now on Spotify, just yeah. to give you an idea. If she had a playlist, that'd be great. Yeah. It's just the same song. Well, no, over no, it's the same five over. songs that both the boys actually. But you request, see how he said so. five songs. It's just the same song. Well, okay. So I get a little bit of variety. Yeah, my, but, my mom got gave that to her for Christmas, and I think she did that intentionally because she hates me and wanted me to hear that over and over again. Well, we agree with her on Probably. that one. <laughs> so that's fine. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But that leads into the main topic that I always try to implore on everybody when it comes to parenting. Yes, there are the, the serious matters, but when it comes to the cosplay, the fandoms and everything, the number one rule that we always try to have is have fun. Yep. If the kids are not having fun, you're definitely not having fun. And for any non-parents out there, I dare you to challenge that. I dare you. <laughs> but kids are going to do what they're going to do. Um, 
and one thing that we've always done again why we or I started Geek Father here and why I've had such support from the GUI family is most of us actually are parents so whenever we were recording episodes and everything we were always talking about the kids the different things we were doing how we had to rearrange our schedules just to record an episode we had Mike worried half the time that our spouses or significant others would be beating us up which mine did a couple times, but I'm not going to say nothing. Um, <laughs> but but the whole point is to to nurture everything, uh, really find out what the kids are doing, and I guess that leads into who wants to take the next one? Uh, because I know you were talking about how you really you know how the nurturing can be the same or the different. We've had multiple conversations on that, Stephen. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if you wanted to take that jump on there for a sec. Yeah, so um, nurturing a child's fandom is um, it's really important because you know there's things that they're 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 finding out that they really enjoy, and when you share that, it's really awesome because then there, there's a commonality there, right? Um, so like me and my son, we share a lot of similar things. Like we both love the MCU and everything that includes that, you know, X Men and stuff like that. Um, but there are things that he has gotten into that I, not that I don't like, but I don't know about. So then you have to also be open to try and like you can't. You can't like shut down another fandom that you don't know about or that, you, that even you might not like because your child likes it, right? You need to nourish that too. It's like you really like this, cool. Let's go, let's go experience this together, and I can at least see what it's about, kind of thing. And if you don't like it, then you don't. It's not yours, but you at least ex- you can at least still experience it, so you know what it's about, and then kind of let them do their thing with it. You know, just as you found your own, you were a child. Like there's things I shared that I never shared with my parents, as far as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but horror sure. was actually a huge thing, though. Horror right. with, my, with me and uh, with my mom was huge. Absolutely. Um, that was like the only fandom we shared. That maybe Star Wars. So two big ones. Yeah. Two big ones. Yeah. You know. Fair enough. You know, I mean, and one the same thing started with us is that, um, you, you know, one, one thing I, I've, I'm very proud to my old, old age is that I can brag about is that my parents, myself and my brother have seen every Star Wars, every Star Trek, the original Star Wars, not the prequel. But uh, <laughs> hey, we've seen it, it in the cool. theater and most of them as a family. It was a family outing. Um, 90% of the time for Mother's Day was we went and saw the new, the J.J. The Abrams Star Trek. That's what my mother requested for Mother's Day one year. Yeah, That's where we come from. I always think it's kind of a fine line where you hope the thing you're passionate about with your kids that might pick up on, but you don't want to be like forceful with it. You know, you just want to be like, hey, if you want to check out Star Wars and you just kind of hope like your kids can be like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, there is that possibility they go, uh, that was boring. I don't ever want to watch yeah. it again. And then, you know, that kills all the conversations you could have for the future. So, yeah. Well, and, and I find that that's one of the, that can actually be one of the most difficult parts because, yeah, fingers crossed that they're into the exact same stuff. And you learn that the whole hard way, especially with uh, the oldest. Like, I know with Logan, he's a year old, but I'm sitting there going, no, you will watch all the Doctor Who now, you know? And he's like, <laughs> he's dancing to the theme song, and then he walks away, and that was it, you know? But I'm like, no, you must watch it. And it Too much timey-wimey going on for him. Like you would know. Oh, that's <laughs> what oh. I've watched three. I've watched three. You all do your whole three episodes. episodes. Yeah. The one you keep telling me to watch, blink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of them. Yeah, of course he wants to watch the scary one. But, you know, hey. But that, that, that is the fine line where we try to, you, you always nurture, as long as it's a healthy fandom as well. That's a key thing I always want to emphasize as well. There's a lot of scary stuff out there as parents uh, when it comes to, especially when you get into cosplay, you can't recognize a face. Um, safety, period, as a parent, that always takes it to another level when you're in public, when you're around people that, you can't give a proper description if they do something shady, you know, because they're in full gear. So it's it's hyperdrive on a parent in those situations. And that's where 
again uh, to bring it back to a good side is that we're a lot I, most cons I know I've been to even like the horror cons people have been great very supportive of the families and that's what keeps us going making sure that we're still doing there where we try to introduce the kids to all the stuff that we do so yeah. now um and again we were talking about the the costumes and the the real fun part about if they want to dress up, how long they want to stay dressed up for. Because I know with Logan, he'll dress up for five minutes and be like, nope, done. Well, we haven't walked out the door yet. Don't care. Yeah. And he's done. There was one year for Halloween where he never put on his costume. He wore his costume multiple times before Halloween. Halloween, the day of Halloween, didn't put it on, didn't want to do nothing. We got to the house where we were hanging out with for a while, and I want to hand out candy. Okay. There you okay. Go. Hand out candy. Put the kid Do to it. work. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. all right, I'm going. I'm if if more. you're not going to have fun, get a job. You know, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, but but those younger ages are always more weird because they can't always vocalize what they want, what they're doing. So, and the fights that you have that you're you get so angry about almost that you're just like, why won't you wear it? And you're screaming in your head, but then you're like. Let's just go and do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so uh, I know with Parker, for you, Hunter, you, I know you guys have always done the zombie walk. Mm. You, you've done stuff since, what, how old is he now? He's a teenager, isn't he? He's 15. Uh, oh, he did his first zombie walk uh, six years ago. So, okay. and I'd, I'd been doing it for probably about 10 years and he just really embraced the zombie look and, yeah. and asked me if he could do it. I was like, yeah. And from... Yeah, that first time he every year we've done different themes, and unfortunately I couldn't find any of the photos. But um, right, right, you know. But yeah, we've done just different things, and he you know, just loves it. We do the makeup and things like that. So, yeah. and sometimes it is smooth sailing. Yeah, and actually, that stuff where you can just walk hand in hand with it, and there's no argument, no disgruntled. It's just go with it. Oh, uh, we had one time where um, um, we decided just random day in summer uh, we were going to call that Zombie Day. Um, so, uh, my wife, Charlotte, uh, Parker and myself dressed up like zombies and went down to, um, downtown Richmond, Carytown, And, uh, it was a watermelon festival. So we kind of stuck out as we're covered in blood, looking like zombies, just walking around. But that was one of those things that he was all in and we just had a great time, you know, looking yeah. like crazy people in the middle of the summer covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Well, and, and eating a watermelon always makes it look even better. Yeah. Where, where oh. it's all like just chunks of stuff falling off your face. We just were having a great time. And then we had a couple people ask to take photos. We're like, okay. And then at one point we had stopped and stepped over to the side. And we noticed somebody came up and asked for a photo. And we noticed that a line was forming. And they thought we were part of the festival. And that like, <laughs> and we're, we're, I was like, I should have brought a hat or something. We could have made some dough off of this. We were yeah, just having fun. Seriously. That's funny. Yeah. That's Failed. funny. But yeah, we probably took like... I don't know, 20 or 30 photos of just people. Easily. Yeah. That's and awesome. that was something that, you know, he was all in and we just had a great time doing that. Yeah. See, now also um, we have the couple in the back with the younger ones. And I know with uh, Mason being here, I would, because we, we dealt with both of our boys, Monster Mania. Was that just last year when we had him up in Cherry Hill? I think so. Yeah, it was uh, last year. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you guys plan on doing nap time today? <laughs> Lucky oh, wow. you. Well, almost. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, I take that. It does depend on the day because both of our boys have never had a regular nap schedule, no matter how hard we tried. So we did the same thing where it was kind of like, if you're tired, go to sleep. Don't want to hear about it. But if you're awake, we'll just try to burn off the energy, essentially. And I, I see nodding. Yes. So, yes. Very good. <laughs> okay. No, fair enough. And Mason is, 
Mason is normally really good about napping, isn't she? Or is that just bedtime with her? Yeah. Sometimes she, she chills. Gets, yeah. She She'll chills. sometimes pass out during nap time. I know she used to sleep through like a four alarm fire. She slept through the entirety of Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. At one time in the theater. <laughs> well, yeah, but she was like three months or something. So then so. it's just like... The <laughs> yeah. You just yeah. give her a bottle and she's fine. Just, just make sure she's somewhat covered with the large explosion noises yeah. and that's about it. Yeah. 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 No, fair enough. At least fair her enough. movie was... Uh, PG thirteen, uh, Parker's. Uh, I did take him to see Kill Bill Volume Two when he was four months old. But again, nice. yeah. <laughs> hey, again, four months. They're not registering anything. It's cool. No worries. And now he's the biggest Tarantino fan. No, <laughs> right. Well, you did scare him with the the uh, miniseries It, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. That was Poltergeist. Well, Poltergeist and It, but it was one of those. I thought I was safe showing him. He was about, I guess, uh, ten years old and. He was like, you know, what scared you were a kid? And I was trying to stay with the not gory stuff. And I was like, oh, it. It was a TV movie. It can't be that bad. And he watched it probably about an hour and turned it off and came down, handed me the DVD and said, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then um, he went back to his mom's the next day. And then I got a call from her that night where um, she said, um, did you show Parker it? And I was like. Mm, why? No, and the, the answer is, and she said, well, he won't go to sleep now because uh, he's worried about the clown that's going to grab him. And that would be bad, but then his little sister, um, he told her, and she's like, and now she also won't go to bed. So it's a team effort of staying up all night to watch out for this clown that you started by having him watch the movie yet. So I felt kind of responsible for that, but, you know. But he's better now. He's watched it a few times. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. We. we I, I think he's 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 better than uh, Hobbit is with that movie. So. Has he watched the new one? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, I think. Oh. Well, never mind. I'm not going to go on that subject. Anyways, uh, well, yeah. I mean, the, the boys the boys have been the same because in my my boys are younger than at least uh, Parker, and you know, so I, and that's always I, to me that's always been one of the hardest part with the fandoms and everything is that m all of us at GUI are basically horror fans. Yeah. Trying to show children horror movies is not the ideal thing to do. We all seem to learn that the hard way no matter what we do. No matter what we've been told. Now, the old black and whites, the MGM Studios, Logan loves those. Um, he, he loved Frankenstein's Monster, all those. Uh, we made the mistake of trying to watch the new It when he... <laughs> really? <laughs> I think we're all making this clown mistake. Well, well yeah, we're, yeah. Oh, does that mean my, my son is going to grow up to be like Hobbit? Yeah, yeah, you oh. yeah. It covers both clowns. Well, no, no, well, you already have oh. the big head. Par hey, I mean, Parker recovered. Yeah. Parker recovered. He, Parker, he, he's not going to be okay. a future Hobbit. So there though. is a recovery program <laughs> out there on the somewhere, age, somehow. Too. It depends on the age and the, and the lividity of what you're showing them. As far as in the horror world. True. You know? Well, and at that point, Logan was going to his room a little bit more often, so we were trying to get away with stuff. Now, Leland, on the other hand, was crying, <laughs> holding his hands, but still watching through his fingers and crying, but we tried to move him. Just like And he it. would walk right back into the front of the TV. <laughs> so it, it's one of those weird things where introducing the fandoms to the kids is one of the hardest things to do because you never know what they're going to be into. I've, I've known friends with children that horror movies right off the bat, as young as like two or three years old, will watch a horror movie, root for the zombies, everything, and they go nonstop and they're still a horror fan into their teenage years and everything. Others are just like, nope, I'm done with you. I'm stuck on comedies the rest of my life. So it's... Like I was six when I first started watching horror movies. Oh yeah, I was, yes, yeah, about the same age too. And... My son made his first successful attempt through uh, 
Well, I don't think it was the Eddie remake. There was something else I think we watched that was less gory. What was it, Mike? It was like, yeah, what was it? Come on. But I think you were like <laughs> 12 when you made it through your first horror movie. Before that, yeah, Your memory yeah. is not as bad as... Zombieland at 8, yeah, that's true. Zombieland. Yeah. <laughs> Zombieland, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that could do it to you, too. Yeah. Fair enough. That was fun. That wasn't straight horror. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Kid was traumatized. It's, it's fun. It's true. It's true. You, you can always try to bring them in on, you know, and that's why I tried the MGM studio. Yeah. When it came to the horror, like the old black and white, there's nothing, well, at least by our standards, there's nothing scary by those at all. So, but, now, you know. I will say sometimes, you know, like we were talking earlier about just, you know, seeing if your kid gets into something that you're really passionate about, and sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't. Right. And uh, I remember last year, you know, Parker just finished up some show on Netflix, and he was like, I need something new. I was like, how about Firefly? And Boom. he didn't take, and I was pretty devastated by it. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> like, but it's Firefly. And he's that, like, yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. I was like... Uh, all right my, move my on. boys are old enough to um, i'm that's definitely when i'm going to show them as well and if my children do the same thing i mean i'll cry <laughs> but i'll kick them out as well because <laughs> i'm just more harsh like that but I'm then then you kidding. get to the point you're like you sure you want to try like another 20 minutes i mean it might pick up and he's just not into it, it like r- remember right. officially as of last night it gets better after episode eight yeah even if it's only one that's season. right that's right <laughs> episode eight is the key to uh, every talk TV to show. talk to low down here with dr who about that so. yeah right hey, whatever man whatever man i'll watch three hey, episodes all, you it's know some of some of finding or actually like latching on to a newer fandom it takes it's time and place too like just Absolutely. because you know it's the time oh hey we have free time let's try watching this you might not be in the frame of mind to take that particular type of fandom that's coming at you at that moment you yeah because i've gone there i've started to watch things and like and eh, i feeling it stop could be years later i'll go back and watch it and then i love it very so, very true you know I, I will say real quick one thing i like that the doctor who series has done is they have that christmas special and uh for a few years you know parker got huge in doctor who so it was kind of cool that you knew they would have that christmas special so it was kind of like a family event involved with doctor who the fact that he was so into right. it well and and you got and i was i was actually going to bring up doctor who again as well just because steven can't talk about it um <laughs> yeah, let's let's cut him out of this part. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. You haven't seen Supernatural, right? Though. I've I've watched uh, three uh, episodes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shut your face. Shut your face. But anyway. three episodes. It counts. Yeah. Yeah. But but to be perfectly, you can have a random episode with Doctor Who for the kids. Like like I said, Logan. Well, even Leland really loves the theme song. Which let's let's admit they're all pretty catchy. Mm. Period. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm at least hoping is that shows like Doctor Who, the other things that. You know, that you watch as you go. You're not necessarily watching for them, but it does plant that seed there. You know, Logan may dance around to the Doctor Who theme song, but do I expect him to understand the show anytime soon? No way. Even if he's super into it, he doesn't know what's going on. Talking about timey, wimey, wobbly, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they how they can't save Pompeii because it's a fixed point in time. I mean, there's no way. But hopefully in, we'll say, 10 years or so, and he comes back and he goes, Dad, I found this show. Oh, son, let me tell you about this and show you the, and then go back to the classics. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's really all that you can hope for when it comes to the fandoms. Um, trying to share this is you, you plant that seed and hopefully they find their way. If it's something different, it's something different. Again, as long as it's healthy, you nurture it, you go with it. And if it's the same stuff, it just gives you a reason to be silly with it. So, true. What's some of y'all's fa- favorite fandoms? Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, well, everybody. Come Anybody. 
The well, front row doesn't want to yes. talk, so. Yeah. yeah. No. We, yeah, th these guys, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh. Too scary. Uh, I can there, see that. There's some serious enough <laughs> yeah. stuff. Fair enough. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> my my recommendation, which I even had for my oldest at one point when it comes to Doctor Who, is even if you ha get access to the William Hartnell, the, the original Doctor, the old black and white, some of those are the most fun storylines, but, you know, because the effects were not very special back then, and, uh, you know, obviously no CGI or anything, it's, it goes back to like what I was mentioning about the MGM Studio uh, monster movies and stuff, it's the same concept, it's, you know the storyline is serious as an adult, but as a kid... There's just cool stuff happening. They're time traveling. This thing disappears and reappears. It's it's there. And that's what I found out about my boys so far. And they have a lot of their own stuff that I'm like, okay, I can tolerate it. But at the same time, there's other stuff. I'm like, please don't follow through with that. So, you know, it's, it's hit or miss for sure. But that's pretty cool. I see you out there. You're showing off. <laughs> hey, well, get wild. Why not? Let's let's get wild here. Let the kids run free. Give them all the sugar, right? That's that's parenting one one, right? Kind of sugar, they'll be passed out, sleep through the night. So. That's true. Yep. Yeah, you, yep. you get them prepped for the night. That's what you do. Here's the coke and run around. Making future diabetics. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, you mentioned that Parker was not into Firefly. Is there anything else that you guys just off the top of your head, like I know with Mike and I mean again because my boys are so much younger, like closer with Mason's age. You know, Mason has her thing. Um, is there anything besides Firefly where it just really set you off where there's, you guys are just opposite directions on whatever the fandom is? Well, I feel bad because, I mean, like, he loves Marvel, Doctor Who, I mean, Star Wars. We're connected on so many things, but I, I'm not a big anime person. And he is huge in anime. So, And he'll tell me about it, and he's like, you should check it out. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm going to check it out. But kind of like he did with me with Firefly, I'm doing with him with anime. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got that all queued up, ready to go sometime. But I'm not going to, you know. Like, so I that's one of those. so late last night. Yeah, I was oh, so man. tired. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, sometimes there's stuff, you know. I remember I enjoyed it, but I was not at the level he was. But when I took him to see the first Pacific Rim, he loved it, and then he became obsessed with it, and then he wanted to watch it all the time. And I enjoyed that movie, but that wasn't we should watch this three times today kind of movie. And but that was something he just really was like right. as I was at his age with Star Wars. He was about Pacific Rim. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. for the next like two years, whenever I saw anything Pacific Rim related, that, that was his. So yeah. yeah, fair enough. I love both Pacific Rims. What is wrong with you? Yeah, every no, once in a while. you was a friend. Watching it over and over again. <laughs> Come on, giant robots and giant monsters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brainless. So. I'm kind of on the same way with anime. Like, I don't dislike anime. I am specific on the anime that I like. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm just like very Me specific too. about it. I'm very specific about the art style. There's certain art that I can't stand. Sure. To, sure. To watch with them, I like the, I like the hard line, detailed type of anime versus the, you know, the bubbly, rounded. Kind of stuff. I think there's bubbly, bubbly rounded, bubbly rounded kind of stuff. But that's why you love Big -eyed, us. Big-eyed, you know. I don't, not a fan of that one. Yeah. You love <laughs> us because we're bubbly and rounded. That's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think some there's actually. I mean, there's a show here that my son watches. I think some of the artists are here from My Hero Academia. Yep. Yeah, yeah they're here. See, I, I watched a few episodes of that. It's a horrible, but again, not my, <laughs> not my cup of tea. That was so peasy. It's not horrible. My, my, it's my, not just, horrible. My, Mike just gave you the meanest stink eye ever. Yeah, I know, I've I know. Seen. I felt yeah. it. <laughs> but I mean, that's, the, that's again. It's like I, I, sh I gave it a try. I, I wanted to see what it was about, and sure. 
he loves it, so let him watch it. Let him go meet some of the artists, you know? Right. Do his thing. Yeah, and I, I would say, I mean, Logan, unfortunately, is he's five, so he's opposite most of, you know, he, he enjoys Star Wars. He in, we'll, we'll say that those key ones he's into, but one that really got him, and I'm, I'm going to even go and bring him back to one I don't mind, but it's like that movie that he chose that he wants to watch all the time, and he even still asks me about is that uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's so good. That though. one that's hit so him good. so well with Miles Morales and everything. It was the colors, the the just the, the artistic boom on it was so awesome. And he'll still ask for that. Every time I'm like, I think I might put on a movie Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. And like as an adult, the animation on that is it's gorgeous. It is. It's gorgeous. And, and, I, and I love the movie, but I, as, as, as an adult, too, where you're just like... Maybe something Dude, else. Dude, I just put Star Wars, something, you know, give me something, please, you know. But it's, and, and that's always the hard part, again, you know, just bringing this full circle on a lot of things is what what do you introduce, how do you introduce it is, is always going to be the key. I know we've said that a couple times, but that's really what it comes down to, you know. For both of my boys, I've introduced so much, but they're also so young. I don't know which direction they're going to go. They could be completely like... I like rom-coms and, the, you know, whatever, and not into any fandom that I'm into at all. And I'm just like, well, I guess if that's what you like, I, I can't argue because it's your thing. But, yeah. you know, fingers, I know, fingers <laughs> crossed that doesn't happen. That's, you know, nerd parent nightmare right there. But, you know, hey. Uh, one thing I can say real quick that's kind of exciting is now that Marvel is taken off and controls the world, um, you know. No, that's Disney. Disney. Yeah, Disney. Disney controls the world. But Park, <laughs> Parker, it's kind of cool because I've been reading comics since I was 10. I have just sure. collections, collections of trade paperbacks, like probably like three bookshelves full. Well, now Parker's caught up on all the Marvel movies and he's asking like, oh, do you have the books this is based on? So then I'm bringing him into another level of fandom by going, oh, you like Doctor Strange? Here's a trade that has everything about it. Right. And I can introduce him to different writers, things like that. So. And, the, and that was one thing I would definitely want to, I'm, I'm glad you brought up stuff that's a good segue into that the fandom doesn't have to just be the movies or the TV shows and different things like that. As well, you're, you're way more into the comics like collecting the comics. I, I have a collection. Both of both. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but, but the fact to read it, again, taking a look at the art, what really catches the eye, and that's what works for the kids for on so many levels, especially the younger ones like Mason, my boys, and, and a couple others where it's just like, it's the, they don't necessarily, they can, Logan can somewhat read, but he's not worried about that when he sees the, the X-Men fighting the, you know, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants or something, you know. Yeah. It's, they're more about seeing what's happening, not hearing about it. So, and I mean, the fandom does expand, like especially as they get older, where you know there, there's you could share a love for authors. Absolutely. And my son started getting into Stephen King, and I've pretty much read every single Stephen King book a few four times. <laughs> like, we, yes, you know, so know, like, but that is a fandom. Know. That is that is just yeah. hey. Hey. You've mentioned it a few times. Yeah, hey. just a few times. Hey. But I mean, no, that is a solid <laughs> fandom there, just being a Stephen King reader or certain right. actors you follow, certain directors that you look forward to, their movie coming out. There's all that those are all fandoms too. Like Absolutely. You know, that you're not just go looking at a, a chain of movies, but the mm-hmm. artists creating those movies. Mm-hmm. And I actually had where it reversed itself with the Parker asking about the comics after the movie, where I gave him Dark Phoenix Saga, which if you read X Men, that's one of the always, essential storylines. And he read that and is 
pretty hyped for the new X-Men movie just based on reading that ahead of time. So that's where it kind of reversed itself a little bit. So Exactly. Well, and then that's like like with Logan and Leland, it's the same way where, again, you try to guide in the right direction as well. You know, because the boys have they, – they have plenty of toys, but we make sure that we still collect the books. We, we do have – even if it's, you know, anywhere from the simple ABCs to Dr. Seuss to – Whatever to there are Star Wars you know learner books that we have. I, I hate to, I'm, I'm sounding like a dealer here. I'm, I'm pushing the literature, man. <laughs> on, the, the, the first taste is free, but then you got to start reading on your own. Come on, man. You yeah. know, <laughs> you know the second chapter you got to pay me. So it's <laughs> sorry. I know that's <laughs> that's where we are on Saturday mornings. Sorry, guys. Um, but that that's one thing I wanted to make sure is that. Again, like I mentioned, it's not just the movies, it's not just the TV shows, it's where let them use the imagination, you know, let when they start reading, they can start picturing themselves, and kind of where we started with GUI on some levels is where we had it one way in our heads, but then when we see it up on the screen, usually we're angry at first, but, on some things, but then, you know, we're, you know, to be able to talk about it, and do things like that. I want to be able to, you know, hopefully my children are there one day as well that we can go see something and just be able to be like, oh, that was awesome or I didn't like this. That's really the conversations that we hope to hold in general. Um, some of them you stay angry at uh, DC. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kyle's not here, so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, both uh, my family and I have left a DC movie not happy <laughs> and stay not happy. Just once? Well, when we I think we've only uh, th- no I think we've seen two together as a family. Well, well, the most recent one, Brightburn, we we all loved that one. That was awesome. Which one? I'm sorry, to hear. Brightburn. Oh yeah, yeah. So that well, I mean, I that's a horror yet, movie, but you know? it's, I'm, I'm all all about it. it's pretty much a DC movie. It's a DC movie. Yeah, it's a DC. Movie. Now I will say uh, one thing also is that I realized uh, a couple years ago things came full circle where for Parker's birthday I gave him a bunch of different you know action figures or whatever. Yeah, and. They're in his room, and he's like, "Hey, do you have any pins?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, I want to put them up on the wall." I was like, "Don't, don't you want to open them or anything?" He's like, "No, no, I want to keep them in the packaging." I was like, "Oh man!" And I just know it's yeah. literally the house has figures in the packaging all That's over the place. That's a whole new beast right and there. When they yeah, start actually like, collecting. Yeah, 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 I started that. So. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, going in debt. All yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> going to collecting. We just well, that it's like, oh, don't you want to open it? And he's like. No, no, I want to keep it right there in the packaging. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's... I was a little proud and a little sad at the same time. Right, because because you want your kids to be able to play with the stuff, like to collect the toys, but also I know, and I'm going to call out Mike again on this, who does some killer artwork, which expresses the fandoms as well that they're into. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to embarrass you, but you do some great work. See, look. Yeah, there you go. That's it. You do some awesome work. That's old. Yeah, that's Which a, means that's a year you're old. only getting better. Yeah, he's like, that's like that's the old stuff, year. that means you're getting better as long as you keep up with it. And we oh, I got some really artwork. old stuff I should have put up there. Oh, I guess yeah. stuff, yeah. I, got, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I haven't got rid of anything. But I, I, I love how things like that, the artwork, um, you know, we have the, you know, again, I, I always have to, you have to compare ages because there's so many levels. But again, with my children, you know, there's the coloring books and you can tell what they're into by which coloring book they go to first which ones they're pulling out a lot of times, but to, I, I think the artwork is a great way to express it, even if it's, you know, it's, it's hard to make a living as an artist of many levels, but as long as the passion is still there, the fandom is still there, and that's what they grow into, you just have the high hopes that that carries on for the next generation after that as well, and 
what I know what, you know, again, for why I, I started this podcast, let's get the next generation going. Let's make some positive steps. Now, I was just going to say real quick, you know, there's a gap with Parker and my daughter Mason, and but it's interesting because when he was growing up, you know, it was easy to find action, you know, different type of role models, right? You know, and it's kind of exciting with Mason because you know, with with the Wonder Woman movie hit, you know, so much stuff came out, and she has like that, and you know, she was Wonder Woman for Absolutely. Halloween. And just like it's awesome that we're in this now, where you know these female role models are now building up. So it's exciting. Yes, it, I had no. It wasn't a challenge with Parker to find stuff, and you know, and I'm looking, and it's exciting that as Mason is growing up, it's the way yeah. culture's going. It's getting easier and easier for her to have the same opportunities that Parker did. Yep, so, and even with Logan too. Like he loves the Flash. We watch C- the CW shows. We love the CW shows. Flash is one of his favorites, but. Supergirl, he he'll perk up every time a commercial, the episode comes on, everything. He has Supergirl toys that I've seen him play with way more than other toys, and I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter; the positivity is there. Yep. And again, that that's what we want to make sure is out there for everybody. I mean, when she gets old enough to watch Star Wars, you know, she's gonna see Ray. Like and that's awesome, yes. knowing that like she's you know I already gave her a Ray figure just to kind of like you know aren't start. You missing, the aren't process. you missing another hero that saved and got the plans that was female? I was about to say. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but you see what I'm saying? Like, like Leia was main, but not like this whole new generation. Ray is great for the current, but to go back and you follow the history of Princess Leia and the way she builds herself to general. I'm talking about Rogue One. Rogue One. Well, that's another good one too, but still. <laughs> but that's your, yeah, that's your I, one I shot. That, too. But, no, but I'm I'm talking no. about the continuing going of the show progression, the grow to power. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, in a good way. You know, but yes, that's a that's a good one shot. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, think, I actually thought she was more bit, um, more hardcore than. Um, he didn't pull a Kyle. Ray. Look at that. Yeah, I didn't pull a Kyle. Honestly, when I come down to, it, I think she was more hardcore for the in the moment than than Ray has been. Yeah, that is true. I mean. You know. So, all right. And guys, I think we're about wrapping up on time here. Uh, I know I've had a great conversation, as I always do with my guys up here, but there's um, still some new faces out in the crowd. So I would like to open up to Q&A about, ask about the podcast, ask about what we've been talking about. I'd love to hear from the group because this is why we do it. We do it for you guys, our families here in front and for all the strangers out there that are willing to give us a listen. So any questions, anything you want to know about with the podcast, anything we've been talking about? We have between all eight podcasts, we have stuff weekly. Twice a week. Uh, twice a week. Yeah. yeah. Four times a week. Um, I think this past week we had like, what, four or five? Yeah, every, every so often we'll have almost everybody release something in the same week. Um, Geek Father, I do weekly. Um, GUI, what I call the flagship, the Geeks on the Influence podcast is every other week. And in between those weeks, we have GUI nights. Then beautiful disasters. Whenever yeah, you guys don't have a regular time frame. Yeah, we're getting there though. Precap so. with Bruce is weekly. Booze clues is once a month. What I, what am I missing? Smack my pitch up is what every, every two week. weeks every week or every week every two weeks lately. So we have something. If you go to guipodcast.com, the website has links to. All of our stuff, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and some whatever 
Yes. Yes. A hundred percent East Coast local. Yeah. That's right. East Coast local. Which East on Coast the flash local. of one, yeah. Uh, yeah, we like to bring up local breweries and yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort. Yeah, we hence the name. You know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're local. So check out everything. Listen to what you want to. Subscribe. All that. Yes. And oh, yes, yeah. thank you, we my dear. Flyers, thank you. <laughs> we like we have flyers now. Uh, we have this today. We have four forty-five for beautiful disasters. Four forty-five beautiful yeah. disasters. What room is that in? It is a room E twenty-four A. So it's like just three right rooms down, down the hallway. And then four. we're back in E twenty-four B on Smack My Pitch Up at eight fifteen. Yep. And then Boom. tomorrow at three thirty, this same room, Adventures in Podcasting. And then Booze Clues Booze Sunday tomorrow. night at the Dark Room in the Hoffmeyer Building down on Broad Street. Yep. Scott's edition. Doors open at six, starts at seven. Yep. So we <laughs> well, stay busy. We change the time. This guy oh, stays God. really busy. Then trivia on Monday at Fallout. So yes. <laughs> You're so, in yeah, his world now. Mike also does a trivia night um, about twice a month as I mean, well I right no, now. I see a so, note sheet in front of me for. But um, any other questions? I know we're we're about out of time. Yes. Yes. You don't have to go searching. It's there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one yeah, figure. Right. It's like a whole line. Exactly. Yeah. I will say because we also use T Public for some of our stuff as well, which is connected through the website. Um, T Public supports independent artists. All their designs come from people who submit their own designs, and they basically like we submit our stuff for our podcasting, and then you go and place your order. They make it for you and send it to you. They do have how to train dragon like mashups and yeah, stuff, and stuff like, like that. if you ju- if you just type in like what you're looking for, you can minimum usually have, three yeah. artists that have designs out there and different stuff. So yeah, yeah. I, I would recommend T Public for that. Awesome, <laughs> right? Yes. Done. That's awesome. Yes. Can you double check my size, please? <laughs> that's in, that's pushing it. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, <laughs> There's got to be. Yes, but how flattering it would be, no guarantees. Oh, my God. It'd be God. a nice bandana on you. Yeah, I, it, it could. I, I could wear it as a headband. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome, guys. Anything else real quick? We're going to wrap up here. So, guys, thank you very much. We appreciate everybody coming out. I am Scotty P, the Geek Father. You can catch me on Twitter at GeekFather1. That's at GeekFather, the number one. I'm also on Instagram at GeekFatherGUI. Again, catch all these guys, GUIPodcast.com. We'll be around the rest of the weekend. Join us or cry. Good job, man. Nice. All I right. like that. GUIPodcast.com. This is Mike the Hobbit, direct from Fallout on a trivia night, telling you to come here every first and third Monday for trivia between 8 and 10, 25-cent wings, drink specials, prizes, and tons of really inappropriate trivia. It's a lot of fun. Do you guys agree? Definitely come out and enjoy trivia every first and third Monday at Fallout.